0: Hey, here's the thing. Um, so, look, I thought, where is Jacinda Ardern today? And so I've gone and looked, you know, in Google, basically. Uh, these things should be you know, publicly listed, and she's supposed to be in Marlborough for a briefing on the well-being budget for the Marlborough District Council and also the Marlborough Chamber of Commerce, 10.30 until 12.30. And then a uh, bit of a click from a Texer. Hey, hold on. If she was there, why wasn't she at our D-Day celebration, which, uh, of course, happened at... Um, Pukkiyahu National War Memorial Park, which is down in Wellington, by the Carillion. Um, And then I thought, gosh... Maybe she wasn't there. Texter says, Ron Mark was there, but was there any Prime Minister? I don't think there was. So I have now sent off uh, an email to our political staff to actually get me to Jacinda Ardern's diary and find out what she thinks is so important on this, the 75th anniversary of D-Day, that she should be at Marlborough talking about her well-being budget and not at the National War Memorial Centre for the national commemoration of the 75th anniversary of the invasion. Seems... Like a, it seems like the call's getting worse. But I was quite surprised and somewhat horrified to find that we had no political representative at the D Day commemorations, the seventy fifth D Day commemoration, um, overnight. Tony, good day. Good day. Um,
1: I find it absolutely appalling that our political head the political leader or her deputy were not at um the D-Day celebrations, especially the Governor General of New Zealand is a viceroy, that is, stands in place of the head, the Queen, mm. in our case, mm. and has only any power or privilege or mana, if you like, inside this country, and only when the Queen is not here. Yep. At, the, at the celebrations, the Queen was there, our head of state was there, so therefore there was no room for the Viceroy. It's simple, but having said all of that, you would notice that the heads of, the kings and queens of Europe were not there, but the prime ministers of their countries were. Mm. That is Norway, Sweden, etc, etc. It is absolutely and stunningly appalling that Jacinda couldn't get off her butt and get over to the UK for this extraordinarily important uh, anniversary given the number of New Zealand who died
0: yeah, exactly. on, on
1: that day and several days subsequently.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and this is how I feel as well. Now, I'm... Um Talking with Barry, I said, well, you know, she might have got a bit gun-shy. You know, we have criticised her for tripping overseas to the UN and tripping over to Emmanuel Macron about the cyberspace, and we've criticised James Shaw for flying all over the world, and, you know, they've got got it all, you know, they've been goting, getting it in the neck about, you know, their global travelling um, uh, exploits. But at the same time, this is a no-brainer.
1: Well, that... That trip to Macron and co was not important in the big scheme of things. Mm. As it turns out, hardly anyone else ever went. Mm. I mean, it was just ridiculous that, she, that Jacinda wasn't there, or if failing that, Winston.
0: So what do you think D-Day symbolises, though?
1: Well, it's, see, I'm, I was born just after the war, mm. uh, and it was, it's been important in my life ever since. So I've seen so much happening in the world since then. Mm. Um, it, there's so many people died and you Allied and German and their allies as well. Yeah. Young men and some women uh, were sacrificed to, for a megalomaniac idiot, Hitler.
0: Hello, John.
2: Hello, Andrew. Good afternoon. Very interested in your programme. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to say I think... Our Prime Minister should have been there, accompanied by the head of the armed forces and also the head of the RSA. And it's, yeah. it's not very nice to think that the world can look, work it out for themselves that mm. they weren't there. Yeah.
0: It was a meeting of the Allies. To be honest with you, it was a meeting of the Allies. Seventy-five years on from the time when they finally got their act really together, uh, a bit a bit late for the Russians, but it was a chance once again just to just to shake hands and say, if if necessary, uh, let's do it again. Let us not, you know, let us uh, not negotiate out of fear, but let us not fear to negotiate, and you know, let's talk about it's it.
2: It's very good, but the thing is that New Zealand was there from the start. Yep. Uh, my father, God bless him. Um, Lied about his age and uh, joined up on the second day after war was declared. Oh. I was uh, eleven at the time. I was sixteen for D Day, mm. uh, which I remember as the first day of freedom. And uh, I think that's a word that hasn't been used enough.
0: Wow, that's great, John. You said so so well. Did your dad come home?
2: No. But he fought right through North Africa.
0: I'm sorry, and thank you for your family's sacrifice That's and right.
2: service. I've had six brothers that fought in the First World War. Yeah. So uh, hmm. people probably can work out what my last name is because the family also have uh, a bill in the Carillion dedicated to two of the boys that didn't come back. It's quite a family history and... Uh, the armed
0: services. All right, John, thank you so much. Here we go. That was it. That's why it's important. That's why this day is important. News Talk ZB. Now, here's something special. Connie, hello. How are you today?
3: Hello, I'm fine, thank you.
0: I understand, Mrs Vickers, that you were there on D-Day.
3: I was operating on D-Day, the night it went in, I was one of the lucky ones on the watch. We had three watch systems. We all knew it was going to go in, and we were all hoping that we were going to be the watch that would be on duty, and I was on that watch.
0: So doing the watch, what were you watching, and where were you, and what did you see?
3: Um, I was stationed in the Swanage in Dorset, and we used to have to go up. Past a place called Corth Castle, then we turned into farmlands and we went right through farmlands, opening, shutting farmers' gates until we got right down to sea edge, then we went along to the cliff edge. And I was operating on a chain home low set wow. at Prawley Point.
0: Yeah. So I, you, I don't you, there, know there was great know what chain home low was? No, not really. Why don't you tell me? We we were on
3: radar, and we swept down as low as we possibly could without going down, picking up shipping. Right. And we were right out on the point there, right opposite um, the enemy. And um, we, of course, all along the coast there, all the landing craft were all lined up and all this, the um, soldiers were coming down in lorries to man them and we knew it would be going out one night but we didn't know which night yeah. so we went on duty and they held the watch before us up, up, back and they said will you it's going in tonight and they gave us um, um, paper and uh, envelope and said write a letter to your next of kin because there is there is a chance that you may not be here in the morning because the enemy were, of course, trying to get our sets blown up. Yes, of course. Yeah. And we had had several attacks on the sets, mm-hmm. and we were um, chain home low sets were about um, 20 miles apart all along the coast. Mm-hmm.